0: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome to the show that you can't see it's larry charles one half of the game dev unchained podcast team the number one podcast where we talk to and about video game developers and their lifestyles helping me bring to you this awesome show every tuesday morning is the actual voice actor who plays red 13 in the final fantasy remake mr brandon fam hey that is correct
1: that is (laughs) me This is Brandon, fam. Welcome to another week of Game Dev Unchained. Also, please welcome our special guest that I brought along with us, Carla Zimanja.
2: You did it. Hello.
3: Hello.
1: Why did you (laughs) help me? (laughs) Thank you. you 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 I know, know, right? (laughs) Thank you for joining us this week. Uh, This is the part of the episode where we ask our guests, such as yourself, to introduce yourself to our listeners out there.
2: Weird. Where,
1: in, where you are where you going <laughs> okay
2: um so i'm a co-founder at fulbright um yeah. we made gone home and yeah. we made tacoma and we're now working on something else that we haven't announced yet um and let's see previously um i worked on bioshock 2 with one of these nice guys um did you work on minervous den also yes yeah. Did you touch it? I don't even remember. It's like it's hasn't it been like nine years or something?
1: It's been a while. I was, I was one of the four artists, Carla. <laughs> yeah.
2: yes. There were not. Yeah, there weren't that it's many. It's been a
1: while. It's been a while.
2: <sighs> anyway, um, so that we were on that. That was cool. Um, and I don't know. Before that, I did a bunch of others. Silly things like I worked on Zoo Tycoon Two, uh, and I worked on the television show Doctor Cats and Home Movies. Oh man! Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: hey, thank you. I like Home Movies.
2: Home Movies. I only worked on the first season. Um, yeah. Before they did, like a good job with the squiggling. The first yeah. season, it was like programmatic, and it was yeah. super. Um, it was clearly growing pains, but um it was that was a fun. That was a fun show to work on. It was really interesting. Um and probably nothing else important about me.
1: <laughs> well, I'm gonna out somebody. Uh, I am a fan, of course, of all your work and all of what you guys have been Gosh, producing at you. Fulbright. But Larry definitely is a huge fan of Gone Home and since yeah. uh been following your work too.
3: You know, it's so if nice. You,
0: if you can let me 30 seconds to fanboy, Gone Home is one of those games where it was a landmark experience for me in what I defined as video games um it's always something that i reference quite often in doing game design and just saying like there's potential to do storytelling and still have an enjoyable experience i didn't kill any enemies i didn't get any power-ups i didn't get any of the stuff that the big budget microsoft excel designers say needs to be in the game industry right now and then it's so hard to go to your website because you have to scroll past all the awards <laughs> to, only get to the download link that's my only my only critique. <laughs>
3: Nice. Uh, no, it's, it is
0: it is an awesome piece of work and i Aww. the feelings that i get after playing that game you know it's it's one of those things you remember right like i've played thousands of games over my life but i can't define more than maybe 10 to 15 seconds of any of those experiences where going home i could actually like have a conversation and say like yeah i, I enjoyed this part enjoyed oh man the tapes. i enjoyed the ambiance all right
3: that's that was so nice thank you yeah, yeah, i
2: think well. like Honest to God, like I think that there really is something to just the tactic of um, letting the player kind of participate a lot more in their head. Like you did so much piecing together all by yourself. Like, it wasn't like somebody, you know, it was like a character was just kind of talking at you and telling you what was happening. Every time you like saw something, you know, you figured it all out. Like you had to put that together. So like, it seems like you have a better chance to remember it right from the get go because yeah. you had to participate. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I agree. <laughs> yeah. The hands-off design is definitely we're in favor with, uh, I think, as, as like the, the bigger games started to get more complicated in terms of production and output, it, it seemed more. It seemed like the priority priority became, let's make sure the the, the players don't get lost at any point in time. I, I felt like, uh, especially from PS3 to PS4 days, uh, there was like a shift towards, um, let's make sure no one. Uh, forgets where they are they are where were the ps2 days where like i would get frustrated Good luck. and i would put down the controller yep. and i would walk away and think about it and try again and uh and, and i feel like a lot of those days are gone especially from first person shooters third person you know for sure And other story driven games
2: yeah like
0: remember game facts yeah, yeah. To, yes like read yes. to try to define the room that you're in like okay i think i'm at this paragraph <laughs> okay so it says like, oh my god it's
2: totally true god i remember like i don't know i remember when i was playing like the monkey islands and like yeah. all those games and just being like just totally fucking stuck and just being like i don't know what to do yeah. <laughs> and that was it like it's not like you can just look it up or you know hit yeah. the tutorial button like the game
1: is broken
2: it's just i mean i mean
1: strategy guide was a thing yeah those it's totally reasons. true
2: but yeah. i didn't have <laughs> exactly. so it just took me like weeks to be like oh what if i did this and you know mm-hmm. then it was satisfying but it's pretty hard to tell people to you know walk away for a few for a few weeks and come back because uh-huh. you know you only have that one game right so right, you right. know why would you do anything else <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely a different landscape Good. it's very weird. So walk us back
1: through the uh humble beginnings of Fulbright, right? <laughs> Obviously, my invitation got lost in the mail when you decided to uh, uh. <laughs> go off and do this. So I from we we had Steve on, Steve her on before. Mm-hmm. He kind of talked about he'd been brewing about this idea for years. Mm-hmm. Right. He even talked about the difference between the gone home and the development of Tacoma you know with with having this luxury time to kind of to figure things out before actually jumping full on board versus having a full team waiting and then working on the second game and yeah. needing that time but i would love to see your perspective of him coming up to you i'm guessing and yeah. like hey there's this thing i'm thinking about what was that like
2: yeah um it was definitely sort of it seemed like a kind of crazy weird thing to do um but it also sounded like a fun lark. And the other thing was that I don't know if you remember a little game called XCOM Bureau. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> but,
1: Battle uh, Scars. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So you know, a certain amount of time through that was the time that Steve called me up and was like, let's uh you wanna make something else. And I mm. was like, and I looked around me. <laughs> And I was like, hmm.
3: She looked
0: at Brandon's desk.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> I, heads buried in hands. <laughs> and I saw Brandon crying. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just everyone in the whole company. Oh, um, it wasn't, it, it, was, it was not my favorite production. Um, so it was basically really good typing. Um, mm. It was uh, him asking me then, and like i had had a big breakup and stuff, and I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna move to Portland, and I'm gonna make some weird video game, and twelve people are gonna play it, and it's fine. I don't even care. Mm. <laughs> and like, it was very. Little did,
0: you know. <laughs> Little did you know?
2: I literally did not think people would play it because I mean, oh. like, look at it. Like, what? Where's the? You know, there isn't much in the way of curb appeal. Like, it's not like, mm. it, it's not like you. You know wander by a screenshot gallery and you go to that <laughs> like oh, it's look just at that house right oh,
0: man.
3: This is... <laughs> <Look
2: cassette
0: tapes. laughs> soda cans
2: of... holy yeah, shit
0: <laughs> yeah, but maybe that was part of the appeal though right like if you learn even a little bit about the story and the experience you're kind of like oh okay this is very different you know and so yeah. there's an intrigue factor to it
2: <laughs> i wish i understood it but like yeah i don't I, I think so much of it is timing right also and like we just happened to hit you know right at that one point in like the indie upswing when people yeah. were like what's this indie game thing i'll spend 20 american dollars on an indie game and mm-hmm. like you know whereas it's not the same now what is this <laughs> yeah i know
3: <laughs>
1: yeah i mean but like aside from it obviously being a good game like it did have a luck factor in terms of timing the upswing have you guys ever spent any time looking back to kind of figure out why it worked to kind of help the future developments of things, have you guys had a postmortem of, of yeah, that? Yeah,
2: we've talked about it, and it's it's kind of like, <clears throat> pardon me, um, we've never been able to nail down things that are super replicable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I mean, like it's the whole thing with anything that's successful. It's like you just can't really do the same thing multiple times. Mm-hmm. It's like. It's like with, you know, big Hollywood movies and stuff. It's like, this movie was a hit. Let's make more. Okay, they didn't like as much. Let's try to do the same. It's not working. You know, it's like, it's just very like, I don't know. I don't think I knows how to do it because if they did, then it would like be statistically observable. Right. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I think that the, it seems like for me, the stuff that probably, you know, enough of it came together to make it popular was probably big fat, uh, number one on timing, um, which is very good timing, um, to, uh, sort of sort of luck with who we had to make it and our limitations. Um, because we had a a lot of really big limitations, but it, and we ended up being able to work with them, which is super lucky. Like you just can't always do that. Um, but as for the final product product, um, fairly non-threatening but like slightly um challenging subject matter uh only a few major characters so you can really dive in and like add a lot of detail to each um and like uh what how can i say it's focused uh space basically um and like I, those are sort of the things that I'm like made the kind of game we're making work. I think, but like I don't think they would necessarily work for X other type of game. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't. It's um, yeah. It's like uh, it's not. It's it's very. It also kind of like has enough fidelity visually that you're not like what is this garbage. So it kind of gets on gets in under the under the radar um in some ways for some people who are really sensitive to um high production values in games mm-hmm. um and like you know nowadays it's started to it's still it's starting to show its age in a little bit but like but you're not like you know this looks terrible mostly i hope <laughs> please tell me it still looks okay Still <laughs> um, looks good. <laughs> thank you <laughs> well,
0: I, I think if you have a stylized approach your legs or longevity for the look being valid goes a lot longer then when you try to attack like hyper realistic or god you know it's like i could see overwatch still being fun to look at for years and years and years and years to come totally whereas any of the other like shooters let's say that i would compare it to at the time because the newer shooters that are in that marketplace are better looking than real you're always going to be like oh that looks like ass that's totally true
3: yeah yeah
1: well, like the productivity, of uh, post production, like shipping a game mm-hmm. and kind of leaving it out there in the market is never predictable. Even if you have a stat sheet lined up, even if you go in the exact order of what we talked to this press and then this press and this press oh and God. this in this amount of in this specific order and then this amount of time, right? It's never gonna be the same because, you know, time changes and yeah. And the players are most likely exposed by other medias up to that point anyways. So there's so many different factors that's unpredictable. But the only thing that the, the I feel like the uh, developer has control over is the pre-production. Well, the production part of it. Right. right. So like, obviously, Gone Home was uh, a way that you looked at the resources you guys had and kind of made the best game that you could do with the people that you had. Did you carry that over to Tacoma and the future game? Was that a factor? Was (laughs) that replicable in any way?
2: Threw it out the window. Uh, No, um, we did get, we did get more people um, and, that was, it was necessary. I think we were, um, God, were we, what, seven or so, I think, on Tacoma. And we were only like four full-time on on Gone Home. So mm-hmm. it's it was seemed like a big change at the time. I mean, it was. Uh, but now we're up to about ten, and that really is a lot. Like, it's actually, that's the point at which you're like, we need a producer. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, that's a big deal. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so on Tacoma, um, we got... Uh, an extra level designer. We got two actual level designers. Actual level designers, instead of just Steve doing everything. Mm. Um, We got... an actual animator um for the characters in Tacoma. And <laughs> I know. But like those that animation is good. No, like, yeah, I'm just not...
0: season. i just I haven't played it yet. I just remember oh. I, I think I remember like the stick figure ghosts.
2: Yeah. Of the... They're very like abstracted. They're kinda like they're kinda like those those art school mannequins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's totally what they're like. I, um, I
0: totally was just being a jerk. Like, that's I, fine, you're allowed.
2: It's <laughs> fine. It's totally like it's it's very clearly a, hey, we're not going to do like, you know, triple characters. Sorry. But that's what I admire. It's like, yeah. it's,
1: it's growing. It's growing as the team grows, because I feel like sustainability is like the biggest thing within the developers that people ignore God. where they're like, Hey, we got this first success. Let's go the full shebang and like do everything that we've always wanted instead of taking steps. So when I looked at gone home to Tacoma, it's like, Oh, okay. They're, they're starting to branch out. And do a little more, and basically uh, seeing seeing the muscles around the skeleton that you guys built with <laughs> Gone Home, and then full full Scion mode in the next game probably where you're like adding more and more resources, which I feel is a lot what other developers miss out. Especially either they go full on with the first, and then even with the first being proven, they go full on second, but they don't wait till the third to really like all right now we have a handle on being able to. Yeah repeats the success in some form
2: i wonder um yeah i'm not really sure how how most people do it i know that like even when we were even when we made gone home um like oh. people sorry i have a loud cat. um people uh super assumed that we were going to they're all kind of like okay so you know your next game's gonna be like 100 people and like you know you're gonna make some huge thing right and we're all like wait what and why would we know how to do that take
0: all your profit and, all it profit and yeah hire and people it <laughs>
2: i got news for you we did that and it was called our second game
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you succ- well did it like uh, of course there was pressure but there i mean there, i'm sure there was like uh uh temptation To go full on, right? What Uh, what what stop signs did you guys put on the brakes and be like, hey, let's let's do this right?
2: There wasn't really I mean, we would have had to have gotten explicit funding in order to do that. We would have had to have gotten a lot of backing. Like otherwise, even with everything that we made from Gone Home, we couldn't have afforded like ten people for more than like a few years. Mm. Like that are I don't know, I'm just sort of guessing number wise, but like It's not like it's very expensive to employ people (laughs) like, yeah, that's that's not that's not a way to uh, keep your company alive.
1: (laughs) You don't have to go to any NDA stuff, but I'm (laughs) sure with the success of Gone Home with showing like a very precise, well-qualified top tier team, there was a lot of interest on what you guys I think mean, on the investor side, was that part of the conversation?
2: Um, we have a publisher now, um, Annapurna. Um, they are. Yeah, y- yeah, I'll bet you do. <laughs> a lot of people, many people know Annapurna. They are friends with many. Um, my cat seems to be eating a plastic bag. It seems like a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> All right, she's just playing with it. Um, but um, yeah, they're helping us out on this one. Um, and it. I feel like they're like the publisher that makes sense with our games. Like I can't think of anyone more appropriate. They're so
1: definitely the guys for indie right now, especially successful indie developers.
2: Yeah. They got that sort of like, I don't know, high profile, indie thing, yeah, going and they're, they're really nice and pleasant to work with, which is also something I would not have expected from a publisher of any sort. Mm-hmm. Um, so um yeah so far it's going great (laughs) i like them a lot um and they're making it possible for us to make another game so that's wonderful yeah it's hard it's really hard to make payroll between games i mean like you know you just it's kind of like
1: it's a weird period
2: it really is it's like i gotta
1: keep paying you but what are you
2: doing (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah
1: but i'm here
2: (laughs) i hate feeling sorry for the like 2k corporate overlords but i in that small amount i now understand yeah anyway just a small bit but anyway you were saying
0: um which game would you say was more fun to make now that you've been through the first two which one did you enjoy more which was more fun to actually create
2: gone home was more fun um I think Tacoma was harder because we had to kind of find out more about it as we went. Gone Home was simpler conceptually. It was just very like, what if we chopped all the assholes shooting at you out of Bioshock and like made it be in a regular person's house (laughs) and like, you know, uh, and made it sort of accessible conceptually to, and like interactively to more people. And so it was just very, it was very well defined to begin mm-hmm. with um and like the worst stuff we went through um was like you know story choices and stuff like i think we decided um there was some stuff that we decided really late <clears throat> pardon me um okay. and, but it was mostly like pleasant it was mostly a good experience like we all lived together in the same house and like it was just kind of our entire life for those um whatever it was 18 months um and that was a good experience for that time. And now that I'm like, you know, whatever, seven years older or something like that, I'm kind of like, I do have other things in my life now. <laughs> and it's, it would be hard for me to go back and just totally dive into one project again. I kind of hope it happens to me again at some point, but it's kind of a, it's not always something you can do, you know? Yeah. Have you all been in that position?
1: Oh yeah. We're working on yeah. it right now. Are look you these, really? Look at these circles right here. Oh yeah. But like kind of harking back to what you're saying, like the the role changes throughout the years from uh you guys kind of transforming more on the operative side of the studio and less hands-on creative. How has that been? And it's are you still weird? <laughs> yeah, going through that?
2: It's weird. Um it's very weird. Um I'm still in Gone Home, yeah, I was just producing assets. Um And in Tacoma, I was half and half. And in this game, I'm just, I'm really just a manager now. And like, Tacoma was the hardest. It Mm -hmm. is so hard to produce art and also like think high level, like half the time or more. Mm -hmm. Like, you know how like producing art is extremely time consuming. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like, it's got that like deep focus thing that you need to get into. And then like, just the time is gone. And, you know, and if you do that and you're trying to run a company at the same time, you like look up and, you know, you've gotten like 25 important emails of people needing feedback and like, you know, and whatever, people trying to like get the schedule nailed down and you're like, well, I guess this is all late now because I was doing a piece of art. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's, it's, it's really challenging in my opinion. And like, it was just too much for me to do both of those things. So on this game, I'm just going to be like team managerial and I am learning a lot. It's Uh really, it's a lot to, uh, it's a lot to think about. And like, nobody really seems to teach you that much, even in AAA studios. Like, I don't remember like managers getting trained,
3: Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we met managers,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and we figured out they haven't been trained through yep. practice. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I would have to say, like, were their books or advice? Like, how did you? How? I'm sure you're still figuring it out, but what has really helped? You um, get to the next level with that stuff.
2: Yeah, I've been I've been listening to a lot of um, GDC talks, and um, there's actually some there's some good info in there. There's there's a bunch of like just kind of you know learning to be a manager resources out there on the net that you can just look at because like sadly I need the basics. Um, but just shit like you know have a one on one every two weeks with your employees and have like an agenda for it. Write down what they tell you they need and then give it to them. You know, like shit like that. Where like it seems basic, but also like you can have one on one with someone and be like, oh yeah, right, I'll get on that and just lose that thing yeah, that you're gonna yeah. do. And like there's so many things. Um, so like uh, you know, how much do you how much do you babysit people, how much do you like ask them to bring things to you? And it's just like it's all this stuff. It's a whole it's a whole nother discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very weird. But uh it's it's interesting. Um like I like our team is like really generally really terrific and the thing is that I actually really enjoy like sort of you know what is that what is that freaking French Canadian game where people like brush the ice in front of the like giant hockey puck oh, curling yes that I feel like I'm doing that in front of people trying to work <laughs> <laughs> and like and I'm like that's actually cool because they're doing good work but um
3: it's like
0: so the Sims in the wash curling trying to get them from <laughs> destroying each other.
2: Yes, yes, yes get out of the pit. You cannot be in the pool without a without a ladder. No. Right, right, right. <laughs>
0: Can you talk to me about the growth, I guess, that your company goes through and, you know, successfully shipping a gone home, maybe a little bit of lull before you start up the next project and then finally like, okay, this is what we're doing. Let's get ready. Let's build it. And you look at the trajectory of where you guys have been. I guess from your perspective, what were the maybe two or three things that you really felt were key to you guys being able to like solidify and grow? Uh, and you don't have to say financial, but, like, as far as personal growth, team growth, like, what were the key factors that I would say you look forward to now seeing it from the other side? Oh, interesting.
2: Um, yeah, what did we do right growth-wise? Um, I think that we were pretty we were pretty careful about – we didn't just immediately go, like, everyone, come be hired. You know, we, we were yeah. trying to be pretty, like – careful about who he brought on first um and so. Our, and I, I think our first hire was uh Wales, Wales, who you may remember brendan i remember um, yeah <laughs> you remember Tynan. this guy yeah. yeah he is he's a he's a wonderful person he is just like he's one of those guys who um is, you basically ask him to explain anything he knows to you and you'll come out of it just like happy Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's just a nice man he's very patient and like it's just good um it's good to put him to work with like less techie artists or Mm -hmm. people like that because they don't get frustrated with each other because he's so like you know patient and good it's just it's good this is the shit i have to worry about now it's like who works well together and like you know what to do with this person and like how to make this easier anyway um but like yeah i think that um at the at the beginning on um, when we were hiring up a little for Tacoma and realized that we couldn't do everything ourselves um, anymore. Um, we were just very like selective. And we were just like, this person is, has a terrific personality, is a good designer. Like we know he fits with our design ethos and like, you know, will be nice to work with. Sold. <laughs> um, and, you know, we, we tried to keep doing that, but like, I mean, we've done a really good job. All of our people are really, Good so far. Um, I'm waiting for the mistakes, but like no, we're but we're we're doing we're doing great. Everyone is really solid and is a good personality fit, and um, actually a great worker. And it is generally a joy to be around them and it's totally just like you got to take your time and pick people if you have to hire up a lot of positions fast you're screwed like i don't know what you're supposed to do because you can't like you can't screen them as well as you should right
1: yeah I mean, you're definitely uh, you're skipping a pivotal uh, step on uh, making sure the the repertoire is good, the yeah. relationships good, seeing issues way ahead of time, uh, because it is a people very much a people business as, for, as much as an IP business. God, yeah and being a manager of all that you're you're constantly making sure everyone's cool uh not like everybody asks for a raise all the time and i just gave you a raise it's like give me a sec come on just can you just go back and work he's like no i'm I'm set (laughs) It's, smells. it's like, uh, it's, it's a lot of variables as a manager and everybody's different that you're bringing on. Yeah. And so as you're hiring, I imagine so many people at once, you're just introducing a lot of problems. It's just chaos.
2: Yeah. It's just if
1: chaos. You, yeah. If you do
2: too many people. Yeah. See, like a few at a time or one at a time is is really good. And then you can just kind of, you know, make sure things are cool. I'm starting to realize how important the ability to just communicate well is and you can say communicate well but that doesn't mean that like you know it's the useful kind of communication uh, in game dev like I feel like these days I'm like what I value in a co-worker is people who are like, hey, here's what I'm working on. Uh, This is the part that's a little weird and difficult, but I'm going to ask this person about it today. Anyway, I'll be working on this in the meantime. Just tell me everything. Like, tell me what you're doing at all times. Post screenshots. Like, just show me, because that way, and like, show it to everybody, because that way everybody on the team, it's not that big a team, um, that way everybody on the team knows what everybody's doing, and they're not going to just be like, that guy, I thought he was on this other thing, so I didn't you know or whatever like you don't make you don't make weird slightly wrong decisions because of it um it really does help to have everyone kind of interconnected in that way and we have like a bunch of us are remote now so Mm -hmm. we double have to have good communication um like you just have to say what you're doing all the time you just have to broadcast it because otherwise people just get totally disconnected Mm -hmm. and it sucks it makes for bad collaboration um
0: i did want to ask this actually and you don't have to answer if it's like closed doors like money talks but i you said you guys just got a publisher yeah. so are you guys uh sole owners of the company did you take any sort of angel investment or It's just ip money? right
1: it's oh. just ip
2: yeah me and steve okay. still are the only owners of the company um they are um Sorry, Tyen. Think they? <laughs> He's an employee. We pay his <laughs> salary. Okay. Um, and... Be happy
1: with that.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, what the hell? Um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. Um, uh, is—they're funding the production. um yeah. Yeah. And so they get a percentage of Damn. the proceeds.
0: <laughs> All right, Brandon. You see these two scenes. Yeah, I see it. Okay, which one do you think was made by me and which one was made by the professional artist? This is a tough one, man. Uh I'm I'm going to lean to the left. The left. Uh- uh it's a trick question i made them both but you could tell <laughs> holy shit yeah dude i gotta thank you 100 percent for showing me about quixel mega scans and also all the models that they had available for me to just populate my scenes with people can't tell the difference and i'm taking all the credit by the way so
1: oh my god mega scans head up your level level design art means a whole different thing with quixel helping you now so if you guys want to jump your game no matter what discipline, how small your studio, or if you're just working on a project yourself, Quixel Scan is your answer. So go over to Quixel.com on checkout. Make sure to use our code GDU10 to get the first year 10% off. Yeah. This is a major deal. You should take advantage of it right now because photogrammetry assets, photogrammetry texture is the wave of the future. If you don't believe us, If you don't believe Quixel, how about Epic, right? So GDC as their showcase, use Quixel Demo to showcase how the power of Unreal is up in the skies. So this is a tool that you can utilize right now. So, so make sure you to go to Quixel.com.
0: Right at checkout, use GDU10 to get that discount. And again, that's a discount of every month: January, ten percent off; February, ten percent off; March, ten percent off. For the entire year, you're getting that ten percent off. No other company gives it to you like that. You definitely got to thank the guys at Quixel for that hookup. Go check it out: GDU10. So yeah. how does it feel to win without, you know, that initial boost? Because a lot of developers like ourselves included, we're looking at what would it be like if we got somebody to help us start our company and take 40 percent? What would it be like if we just work for six more years, save up the money and then try it? What would it be like on oh, uh, the other side? You know, I guess. Can you talk about your success and try to motivate some other developers out there who might be? Yeah.
1: Talk brand. about the terrible deals that were made or <laughs> <laughs> well, not made, but pitched to you. And then you're like, nah.
2: oh man well we uh i can't talk about i can't talk about some of them um (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, we've definitely had some obnoxious deals where like we have to just chase down like every cent that they owe us like just bug them and bug them and you know like hey you owe us money from the thing Mm. you're Mm. ever gonna this quarter yeah we'll get right on it you know months later like they haven't done mm. it and it's just like uh it's so that
1: is frustrating i never really idea. thought about it. it's not like uh a, a patreon where every cell yeah. it's already automated you do have to at some point if you really need to like send a bookkeeper over there to make sure like you're getting your own or you keep track of your own and then kind of s- citate them
3: okay. yeah you have to, to-
0: if they're talking like, oh, net 30 or net 60 or whatever, whatever, that's like 60 days that your company goes where you're doing more work for something else, even though you haven't actually received the money from something you previously done. I can imagine that's a real shit feeling if you're like an upstart, you know?
2: It gets old. Yeah. <laughs> um Definitely. Um Yeah, I don't think we we didn't have any really dumb offers like because we lucked out and we were known. I mean, like we funded gone home because it was back in 2012 um ourselves because we've been working in triple a and we, like we were living in the bay area and we moved to portland and it like cost us like we all shared a house like my my part of the rent for the entire time we made Gone Home. Hold on, let me get my was taxes, okay. Get yeah, it pay. was like I think it was like five hundred dollars. Oh like, my, God. my rent Every single month, five hundred dollars. Like that is how we did it. We that's just like my bar cheap. Right, <laughs> we moved someplace cheap, and so that we could like make a thing in like a really. And it was eighteen months. It was short. Yeah. Um And so, like.
1: That really stretched your dollars.
2: Right. So, and you know, whatever we had, we had like a year of salary or something saved up from AAA, which wasn't, uh, you know, wasn't as hard as it could be because they paid okay. Mm. Um, But like, I think even then, like I had to borrow some money from my parents at the end Mm -hmm. because I was running out. Um, But it was like, you know... It was like ten thousand dollars or something. It wasn't mm-hmm. like it wasn't like, Dad, I need you to sell the Ferrari. And which I don't know what
0: Were your parents' business would have happened. Were they, were they angels? Were they like, uh, oh yeah, of course? Or were they like, okay, well, hold on now. Okay. My
2: dad, my dad made me sign a thing. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, gonna... yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: my ten thousand now. Yep. <laughs> You'll be serious now. <laughs> That's awesome.
2: Yep. Yeah,
0: he knows up. Shout out to your parents.
1: <laughs> it is true. I mean, um, it is. Uh, I mean, were were there any real dark moments in Gone Home where you guys felt like it sounded like you guys had a plan? It was a lot simpler to execute. It was straightforward. It was just just finish this thing. Uh, We have connections lined up to at least make noise about it somewhat. Was there any moments there were doubts and like, hey, this isn't. Like big moments, not like little. Like this, this room sucks. I'm gonna redesign it. <laughs>
2: um, I did like I pretty much the whole game. I kept being like, this house is too big. Like not <laughs> not like it's too sprawling, but like each room is too big. I was like, this is not an FPS. <laughs> like it's like they're so big. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still feels a little bit too large scale to me. Um, but like part of that is just kind of like you know the FOV that you expect and things like that that you're just you're kind of stuck with it but anyway um not on, I don't know not on that one I don't think I mean like we we started it was so seated the pants that we were kind of like we're oh, putting on a show and it was such a short time period mm-hmm. that it really didn't have time to get weird I feel like um like we um we went in the IGF that was our like first um sort of major milestone and we had like you know a, a rough version of the first half of the game um out for that and that was just kind of like okay hit this and then we'll get into it and then people will play it and and then like we actually got in and like and like got nominated and that allowed us to be on steam because you couldn't just be on steam back then. Right. You had to get greenlit or you case. either you either had to go through the green light process or you had to well, specifically right. like know someone yeah. and like get them to approve you. But being an IGF nominee would allow you to be on there. And so we were like, "Well, that's fucking cool. I guess we could finish this thing." And we actually did not know how we were going to finish it. We built the first half. We didn't even write the second half of the story mm-hmm. until afterwards. And like, like yeah then we we were kind of like well guess we're doing this and just i don't know it was it was a relatively chill situation i mean i think like stuff got a little weird like i definitely remember eating a lot of like canned tuna and like just kind of eating a lot of like g- like one of those cheap grocery store garbage like you mm-hmm. know the, you know the crummy grocery stores that you, yeah, yeah. you know they're like grocery outlet and like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. i can't think of any more but the ones well, that are like basically
0: mm-hmm. the grocery stores that you don't even need coupons yeah.
1: like,
2: yes like, right you,
1: you, it's, it's so like cheap. you're shopping exactly. food at like walgreens like, and <laughs> stuff is
2: that no because that's, that's not cheap it's like yeah, it's like, it's got to be the ones that are you're kind of like These like are you never yeah. like outlets yeah yeah. Outlet. Yeah. yeah, exactly that's what it is yeah not
0: a refrigerator to be found in here <laughs> yeah that's funny
2: it seems to be just a warehouse well okay <laughs> yeah it's but we definitely did a lot of that we did a lot of like junk I think the biggest money we spent was that we got the big fucking thing of whiskey that was that was what we spent a lot of money on we'd like we'd have to like take turns anyway <laughs>
0: Well, what was, what did you guys do to celebrate the day you finally knew that the last piece of code had been written for your, like, GMC, and you're like, okay, this is it, done. All right, guys, we're ready to go. We're going to put on Steam. How did you guys celebrate as a team on the first game? Oh, my God,
2: what we did we do? It. I think we, like.
0: Two shots think... of whiskey. That's yeah. Like the usual one.
2: <laughs> oh, you think it was a shot of whiskey? Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, what? That's Shit, I don't remember. Right on,
0: uh, two fingers, as they say. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Um I don't remember. This is a thing that Steve would remember. My memory's kind of bad sometimes. Um I don't remember. I know we went to um the we went to the Lovecraft bar here, which is like this really dumb little goth bar. It's extremely mm-hmm. cute. We went there soon after and I remember cuz Samantha was there. Um what did we do right then? We probably just like went out for dinner or something. <laughs> it probably wasn't anything that exciting.
1: did you guys hover around the scene page refreshing, or did you guys yes. get a roll okay
2: <laughs> yeah we we totally were just like, what will happen <laughs> like like trying to you know watching on twitter and and whatever, and yeah, we honest to God, like I don't know, maybe I am just not very smart, but I did not think. That people would be that excited about it i thought it would be a weird little niche title that nobody really paid attention to except for a couple of a mm. couple of weirdos <laughs> I,
0: I have to say though like your opinion of your faith going into it versus like the amount of commitment <laughs> it's like it seems
2: eh, hey i'm
0: gonna devote well, one year and a half of my life to this thing i don't know
2: <laughs> so here's the thing you you go to AAA for long enough yeah. you leave AAA, and you make a game you can still go back to AAA. I could could have gone back and been like, give me a new job Mm -hmm. in AAA and it would have been fine. I Mm -hmm. would have managed it. There's a lot of companies out there. I could probably still do it now if I really wanted to. Like, even Mm -hmm. though I've been away for a while and my skill set is weird, but like, that's, you know, that'll still be there, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's not, I don't know. It's, it's not, you're not going to starve. Like, or I, you know, when you have the skill set that like, triple a companies want
1: it's true i mean that is the one factor that um can give some resolve to developers looking to do this obviously we encourage everyone to like uh start some type of side thing and let it grow first before going full on but like uh it is true like uh, it's not overnight you lose all the skills and resume that you build up all these years you store a valuable asset to any company yeah
2: and sometimes honestly like um, learning all the other things that you learn when you run a smaller company that stuff's useful
1: stronger yeah
2: like it actually is like the AAA companies try to specialize you really hard but it's actually really valuable to them when you know more than just like you know the sort of narrow path Mm -hmm. in my opinion Mm -hmm.
0: well now that you guys are, you know, two games in working on a third, there had to have been some sort of, like, quality of life upgrades. So what is your favorite amenity, you know, that uh, you guys have now adopted? Like, hey, we had showers because we all lived in the same house together. But oh. now, like, hey, free cereal, no matter what. Got it. <laughs> uh,
2: well, we have an office now, which is pretty... We
3: don't have
2: to work in the, like, weird basement of our, like house in north Portland, um that's pretty cool uh yeah what do we have that's like cool we got an air conditioner for the office
3: nice <laughs> that's
0: the machine, cool. any any sort of like splurge like uh let me think this really nice couch yeah well, uh, i mean how, how do you, you fight
1: really the couch? temptation after like the first big check is like i can buy anything i want right now but i know, mean
2: there weren't that many big checks like TVH. I made a I made a personal dumb purchase, which is I bought a weird wooden horse. <laughs> that was that was my dumb uh, gone home purchase when we I when mean, we first we got paid. Like, ah, I wish I could drag it over <laughs> full here. Full size. It's, Gosh, it's, it's, it's fair drag. sized. It's um. Drag it over. It's fair sized. It's like it's like three feet high or four um, feet high. It's yeah, like it's kind of big. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's a weird it's a weird looking horse. Um, that was that was my silly splurge when we uh when we finally got paid but like i mean for the office like and stuff like it's when you know how much everything costs it makes you not want to spend a whole lot of money yeah. <laughs> like we have you know we got like a sectional couch for the for the office but we didn't get like it's not like gorgeous we like went down to the mm-hmm. you know <laughs> the The furniture shop here's where
1: you sit here's here's where you stay cool and that's where you do your business all right it's get it's back it's to work
2: the job yeah we have <laughs> I, you know i got a new computer recently because my old computer was getting too shitty but like mm. and it's not like i had to agonize over it <laughs> that's cool <laughs> i mean i don't know we're um yeah, you may be picturing a fancier operation <laughs> than no, we just,
3: are.
0: Just, like, <laughs> if I would say if I was in you guys' shoes, I'm just being completely honest. Yeah. uh And we went from like started our indie game, we funded it ourselves, to now we had a publisher, and we're like, you know, moving yeah. game number three. There would be a Marvel versus Capcom two machine in that. Like, <sighs> there would be. That'd like, be cool. Yeah, there'd be something along those lines.
2: That'd be cool. I don't know. Yeah. See, like, okay. So here, here's the thing, though, is that our profits now from Tacoma like a bunch of those are going out as residuals to our employees um, so if we took those profits okay, you guys. and did something dumb <laughs> with it we would be literally taking money away from our employees so that we could have some dumb thing in the office that's
0: a plausible <laughs>
2: <laughs> it just hey, feels look, so.
3: Rude. I know
0: you guys are expecting bonuses, guys. Right. But, but Moore's uh, machine. Uh, wow. yeah.
2: We got a really big neon sign. Like it's yeah. actually bigger than the office. Oh man. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. It feels bad. I think I'm. I don't know. I'm too much of a mom or something. I'm just like. I'm like I can't do that. <laughs> you
0: just made more people want to work with you. That's all. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: all. We got some sweet. uh we've gotten, we've done some sweet hoodies um, and we just got some pins made that are pretty good they're like uh, they're like this oil slick finish on the pins they're mm. they're fancy mm-hmm. um, yeah i don't know we should probably do something stupid i freaking heard recently that um, valve takes its employees to hawaii every year yeah
1: they do it every uh, march yes ugh, every I can't march handle this that's actually how uh, whenever they do a hire even if they hire someone in december january they say you're your first day is March. And so your first week with all your colleagues is uh, a week in Hawaii. That's actually pretty cool.
2: I mean, it's extremely the, cool. Yeah, it's madness, it's, though.
0: Oh, I mean, they got the money to do it. right? Like they, they got the money. Carbon, they would have gotten Half-Life 3 so long ago. Like, I've yeah. never seen some, uh, like a whole, like the whole world, or oh, let's just say all the gamers I know that have ever played Half-Life 1 or 2 are like, yeah, yeah we want Half-Life 3. Like, to know on. that that many customers exist. Yeah.
2: And they're like, meh,
0: <laughs> you got it like that.
2: It's they like, could just give a shit, apparently. It's amazing. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. I'm, Bless their yeah. hearts. They have their own priorities. I don't know.
0: So actually I do have a, a more serious question for you. Mm. How often do you get to play new games now?
2: Oh, uh, not as often as I would like, but um mm-hmm. but it's not like impossible or anything. Um yeah, it's it's not totally crazy. I I probably need to make more time for it. I was um just getting back into Valkyria Chronicles and I was just playing that game Heaven's Vault. Have you heard of it? No, no. It's weird. Um, it's a weird like narrative, like languagey kind of game. It's not super great looking, but the, the like crypto alien language is really fun to mess with in my opinion.
0: Well, um, how would you like to make time to play a new game right now?
2: well all right
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's another weird language based game oh
2: that's what i want to uh, hear
0: yeah okay so the game's called the fast five i'm going to ask you five rapid fire questions all i need from you are five rapid fire answers and at the end we'll let you know how well you did
2: <laughs> okay
0: all right question number one your favorite ninja turtle
2: oh shit uh i don't know <laughs> Raphael. that's the first <laughs> one i can think of
0: it's cool question number two the last movie you clapped for
2: Ooh, um, us.
0: Mm. Question number three, next game on your wish list.
2: Ooh, um, whatever, uh, infinite fall, the night in the woods, people are doing.
0: Mm. (laughs) Another shout out right there. Mm. Question number four, estimate how many quarters you put into arcade cabinets.
2: Oh, not very many. I did not grow up with an arcade. Okay. Yeah. Just totally like it didn't hit me. (laughs) That's sad. Not, not very many.
0: All right. Question Sad times. five: Do we need another Halo game?
2: Uh, I could do without, but like, I don't know. It's not like it can't be amusing. I feel. I feel like it's it's got some. The universe probably has some fun left in it. All right.
0: Boom. I don't know. <laughs> You cross the finish line, not in time, but you are over the top fifty percent.
2: Well, thank yeah. God. Yeah,
0: yeah. You are. So you are above average. Uh, I will say. <laughs>
3: What I want
0: to hear. <laughs> it, it's totally Drew Carey style. Like we don't even. I don't even record. I just. It's all hey, well, based on you know. One of these days it will be a counter. <laughs> Hardcore fans will tell us who the Yeah, someone's is. gonna actually go back and time all these. And say, here's the actual leaderboards. <laughs> was lying the whole That's why we were building up to it right now. Nice,
2: nice. Uh, thank you so the much. The fastest. <laughs> thank you for. Sending me weird questions. What's the what's the good Ninja Turtle to choose? I literally can't remember.
0: I always pick Michelangelo. He was funny. He was cool, and he yeah. just yeah, life super easy. You know, That's
2: like, actually it guys, sounds really yeah. positive. Yeah, I could not remember which was which off the Leonardo,
1: Donatello, Michelangelo, and then uh, Raphael.
0: Yeah. But like all, the, all artists, yeah,
2: yeah, right. But I couldn't remember which one did which thing or had which weapon.
0: Oh, okay. Leonardo leads, Donatello does machines. <laughs> oh
2: my, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I should have gone back to that. i just totally.
0: Oh, you're making it up. <laughs> no, that's, that's the theme song from the old show. Yeah, anyway. man.
1: Uh, so you've been in uh, Portland a while. Was that the first time you actually went there when you guys started developing?
2: <laughs> um, I went briefly for Steve and Rachel's wedding, okay. like the year before. Um, and, um, and I was like, Oh, this place is all right. This is okay. <laughs> so yeah, it was, that was the only experience I had with it really.
1: Mm-hmm. And how was it? I know that oh, a lot of, uh, you have a lot of remote workers now, but the people actually moved there. Like, was that a selling point? What what was that conversation? Like, like upgrade uh, everything come over here. <laughs>
2: please. We said, um, yeah, I, um, I mean, it's definitely got a lot going for it. It's like a really, it's a pleasant little city. It's easy to get around. It's got good public transportation and it's, it's getting less cheap, but, Especially when we started out, and especially compared to the Bay Area, it was cheap as hell. Right. Um, and it's still a lot cheaper than the Bay Area, but oh, yeah. um, but it's getting worse just because like every major place is getting worse, or every like second tier, you know, city right, is just right. getting worse and worse. But um, but it's still a lot cheaper than the Bay Area. So do you all live live there still? No.
1: I'm uh, in the Bay right now, but I'm going back in Orange County uh, in a week.
2: That's also not cheap. I hear.
1: Yeah, but at least I have a place over there. That's very good. <laughs> so I'll be kind of settled. And um, yeah, I, I hear you. Bay Area, if anything, uh, just fewer companies than when we were at Two K, with all those things happening. And um, <laughs> I'm always curious about different locations because it seems like Portland is uh, growing to be like mm-hmm. a pl- pl- game development scene.
2: Yeah, I guess I don't. I don't know super much about the local scene, and there aren't like a million you know mid-sized companies or anything but there's that outsourcing place liquid that's Mm -hmm. here Mm -hmm. um and a couple other smallish operations um but um yeah it's um the the good stuff going forward is just like it's you can totally live here for not a hideous amount of money um there's no sales tax
1: oh wow that's
2: (laughs) um it's really strange to like go to. Now I'm used to it, and like first when I came here, I was like, "Excuse me, it says 2.99 on this thing, and you charged me 2.99." Mm-hmm. And like, and but now I go back to like you know see my parents in New England, and I'm like, "Why did they charge me 4.50 when it says 2?" You know what I mean? Right. Um, and it just doesn't make any sense to me anymore. So yeah, that's cool. Um, in New England, yes.
0: Uh, what part specifically?
2: They're in Massachusetts. Oh what That's i miss, what
0: did i miss oh, i'm from connecticut <laughs>
2: oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah I'm from connecticut. my um well, i used to we used to go to connecticut when i was a kid because my parents friends lived there so <laughs> it was cool they had they used to live in a in a converted firehouse and it was like the coolest wow. place when i was a kid i was like this is the most amazing house i've ever seen
0: still have the fire pole just to...
2: i don't think it did
0: yeah, I feel, <laughs> that really cool.
2: would have been amazing yeah. um also, I don't think they, it was like the, it was like the whole thing was made into multiple units. So I think it was like, gotcha. you know, they were on one side of, you know, whatever. So maybe some other place at the pool. I don't know.
0: Well, one thing I do like asking a lot of the esteemed guests that we bring on is just, especially, you know, people who have accomplished many things already. Uh, is what <laughs> do you look forward to in your career at this point? It doesn't even have to be, you know, like specifically Fulbright related, but just your personal goals and games that you still have left to accomplish.
2: Oh, man. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think I might want to uh, I think I might want to lead a small game myself at some point in the future because I've never actually done that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think that I think that might be a a cool experience, just like have a couple of people and make Mm -hmm. something small together. It would be... It's, it's satisfying when you have a, a smaller scope because you can see results quickly,
3: mm-hmm.
2: basically. And, you know, it's it's not just kind of like, cool, and am it away for five years. You know, mm-hmm. it's very like, you know, you, more things... You can get stuff on screen quicker and, you know, you're like... <laughs> get done ever um well, so probably, like
1: that day can start tomorrow just tell I'm steve back. to shut up
2: <laughs> <laughs> steve's out on paternity leave so right? i can tell him whatever i want right. so, we've
1: <laughs> all seen game of Thrones, this is or
0: you happens. don't have to tell him this is <laughs> whatever. <we're gonna laughs> <do. He's>, uh,
2: <laughs> burn uh i changed everything um we're doing a <laughs> different game <Power laughs> sorry power. Also, we're done. <laughs>
0: you can't just not show up more. for months and expect that it's going to be the same as you left. <laughs> what is
2: <laughs> this? Call that a baby? What is this? <laughs> think you're doing spending the time on this. Uh, oh, so goodness.
1: I have one last question. So you, you spent a lot of time. You guys were basically at the forefront of the indie scene as it was becoming really big vetrick bay background the things that i've seen with larry starting to kind of talk to everybody in game development everybody is definitely like the indie crowd the mobile crowd the pc crowd the hardcore crowd are are basically in their own corners right now like it's very different like the, the type yeah. of thinking and we're at a point where indie development has no desire to be a part of AAA whatsoever and whereas like the tools are like the using blender and using git right <laughs> it's like it's a yeah. uh, so what what have you noticed going through and hanging with new friends basically
2: um uh are you asking like
1: the differences
2: what are uh, the differences of uh aaa and indie or just yeah. all the different kinds of indie
1: yeah this is the nuance the diff- like the small differences that like just having besides the business part, it's just like being more involved uh, because it, it's easy to go to work. And when we're at 2K, there's like 200 plus people there whatever. And you can talk and kind of get a glimpse of everything. But now you're in a smaller team. You're kind of hidden away in a cavern, in a cave for like the next two years until you're finished and still have to remain relevant. Like what? what is it's happening definitely here. a cave. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, honestly, the biggest difference for me is that I feel really bad when I slack off. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I definitely see that, yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, I can't. Um, which, yeah, it's a lot easier to just be kind of like, oh, I'm going to lunch. But <laughs> right, 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 you know, right, right. it's not your your thing on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's a big deal. Um, Yeah, I guess there's definitely that. There's definitely like the whole now that I understand how like I feel like I could have been so much more effective in AAA if I had known more about what was going on in everyone else's department. Like Mm -hmm. now that I understand how things work better. And I started doing this when I was at uh, Marin but that was just because I was lucky enough to be able to like you know stick my nose into the sound department or whatever <clears throat> um but like just understanding how all the pieces fit together is like you're not encouraged to do that in AAA but like the more you can understand that like the better your work will be in the indie sphere for sure mm-hmm. um so it's kind of going against the the training in some ways. <clears throat> Pardon me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What else? What else we got here? Hmm. I don't know. This is a. This is a sort of a big question. I'm trying to like. Well, I Stiff uh...
1: ideas. I think part of it, what you mentioned is like, you are into other things now. <laughs> like you're, you're, I mean, you're, you have your hours spent at work, mm-hmm. satisfied, but now you have other interests as, as people do when they get more freer, right?
2: You, you can, you can say older. It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting freer too. So I prefer
2: freer. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say that from now on (laughs) um yeah that's totally true it's um and I guess you also realize and this is sort of a getting older slash freer thing also is that you just kind of realize that you need that like you can't just you know plow through video game work like a million hours a day forever and ever like you just you can't do that forever mm-hmm. you won't make good work and it's not good for you mm-hmm. so like it, you you have to figure that out otherwise indie production is just gonna be hell my, mm-hmm. I, I think um yeah that's that's a thing ah i don't know yeah it's, it's a whole like it's just a whole like you're supporting yourself. Any any mistakes you make are on your own head. Like in in the new world, is it's much scarier and there's much more like um responsibility and and pressure. Obviously, there just isn't really much to take the um you know to take up the slack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's a whole thing. But also, you get to you know make things that haven't been focus tested (laughs) so that's cool um yeah question for me
0: um are we ever going to see you guys do something exclusively for vr ar how do you feel about that platform
2: um so like to be perfectly rude about it like as far as i can tell so far people are having a real hard time like making money on that. Mm. I don't know how like true that is at this point.
3: Yeah, well, it's it sounds Ray
0: pretty true. It best. He He's like Beat Saber. <laughs> was oh yeah. And he's like even Beat Saber is like the number one game and that's not getting people to sell units.
2: Oh, it's just like I I feel like it's really hard to sign up for a platform that you know perfectly well does not have, you know, great saturation. It's, like, because it sucks. You want people to actually play your game and, like, mm-hmm. and it's it's so, it's so hard to, um, to throw in with something that is just such a gamble like mm-hmm. that. I don't know. I, maybe, if it gets more widespread, I mean, it seems really, it seems like there's some fun stuff to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried out the the valve one the Vive, um a few times and that was totally like there was some cool it was interesting mm-hmm. um it was a cool platform um but like until somebody hands us some dev kits and says don't worry about it we'll pay for it <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's I, I think it's not really a priority just because we do have to worry about like the health of the company and everything. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Where is that
2: just the most boring <laughs> considerations no, 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 on no, no. earth?
0: <laughs> it's you got to be strategical when you're a smaller company. You don't have the backing of like yeah. the infinite monies that EA's Activisions, and Ubisoft's have to throw at ideas and projects and things like that, you know, so I yes. understand completely. You know, it's, you got to be smart. You got to have fun. You got to be creative, but you still got to be smart
2: yeah you got to work within the restrictions that the world gives you <laughs> yeah
1: and i think yeah. you guys uh summed it up perfectly like the even the big companies aren't touching vr really with their infinite sums of money but indie studios aren't either taking the risk to to play in that space yeah. so it's up to facebook and Valve to kind of make <laughs> make a reason why like playstation vr is the top platform of VR, they have 4 million units out there on their thing, but until they attach their PS5 with that, it's very hard for people to just like yeah. creating
3: that.
2: Well, yeah, right. Unless it's on the PS5 and also it comes by default and isn't just an add-on. And also they require all of their shipping titles to have VR support, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. then, then it I, will be a thing. I,
0: I finally feel like and this will be my last little thing because I Mm -hmm. I love talking about this, but I finally feel like at least one company went in the step in the right direction. Right. Like the biggest thing that I saw previously was not enough people knew about it to enjoy it. Right. Like every person I saw who actually got to try it was like, man, this is dope. This is cool. I would love to have this in my life. What do I need? Six hundred dollar unit and (laughs) fourteen hundred dollar computer. Like, Oh, my God. And they just
2: like turn around and like leave.
0: uh, assuming that the quest actually has better graphical fidelity than the original Oculus, which I still have like, but I it's, self-contained uni- yeah, it's self-contained unit. I was like, okay, so now there's potential here because yeah. we're just talking about you buy this one thing, you have access to all the titles, tracking everything inside the head. It's not a commercial. I think that was the step that I was waiting but, for.
1: But it mean. can be a commercial,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, it's <not> Oculus. <laughs> but it's true. It is a step towards it. It's, it's a, it was. Uh, it's good that Facebook bought into it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: They have the infinite resources to m- justify the two billion dollars they used to buy that thing.
3: Heart. So, so they're gonna keep
1: at it, which is good. You know, you do that, and then wait five years until it's uh, the crop. It's all ripe yeah. and everything, and developers <laughs> will kind of come and pick it.
2: Come Play the crop.
0: <laughs> One thing I, know about I don't know where to go with that metaphor. Fine. I'll, I'll end it. One thing I know about game developers is if there's money there, we'll be there.
2: Like, <laughs> it's
0: as simple as that. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's just going to take time. Like
1: everyone's yeah. thinking about it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's no reason that it shouldn't. You know, we can figure out all these like stepping on the cat problems. We can. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, Carla, uh, looking at the stopwatch, we've been podcasting for over an hour. So My God, man. Achieved, yeah, uh, thank you for giving us an hour of your life that you won't get back. <laughs> I hope it was worth it. Um, but to make it to make it a little bit more worth it, Brandon and I are going to go refill our coffee mugs and we're going to give you total control of the switchboard. You can Whoa. talk directly to our audience, Whoa. tell them anything you want, uh, broadcast, promote shout out or raise awareness for something you're involved in or just something wow. you think needs a little more spotlight right now. So without further ado, because the coffee is smelling fresh the floor is yours
2: (laughs) oh man i wish i had like a poem ready or something (laughs) um god well okay check out nina freeman's games she's doing a lot she always uh does a lot of good stuff including how do you do it some years ago but lately she's been working on these really cute date games they're little vignettes she's one of our employees at fulbright and is cool and good um and check out the work of um oh how are they called exactly glory the glory society is the um the co-op that the night in the woods people uh formed and they are now running their they're making their next game under the auspices of a co-op they are just like walking the walk extremely mm-hmm. um assiduously uh like employees have shares and stuff like that it's very cool um <laughs>
3: carla says
1: is like yeah thanks guys
3: no it's great i respect <laughs> <Not kidding>. it <laughs> i'm
1: kidding it's <laughs> no, gonna be just like this <laughs>
2: <laughs> what's going on here um <laughs> yeah. and i don't know uh eh. <laughs> So the, you didn't ask me about d and I don't know, it's a, I don't have anything to talk about <laughs> I don't have any more shout outs I can't think of anything
0: well, that's, that's a, It's a great use of your time You gave a shout out to somebody's ventures That's close to you And so they'll probably see some support from that So that's it's a great use of that infinite power That we gave you
2: So much power man, yeah. it's just too much I <laughs> didn't know what to do
0: all right, well, I can say this about the Nina Freeman games. They're all pretty tight.
2: Yeah, they're right, really cute. Charles.
0: I'm saying goodnight.
1: Thank you for joining us. This is Brandon Fountain. See you guys next week.
2: Thank you for having me on. Farewell.
0: So thanks for listening to our podcast. I hope that you're a subscriber, but if you aren't, please feel free to follow us on any of the major podcast platforms, especially iTunes or Spotify you can find show notes and more resources available to help you become a successful game developer just go on over to our website www.gamedevunchain.com if you're interested in keeping the conversation going then definitely come check us out in discord where we chat in real time for after show tuesdays to discuss episodes and feedback fridays where we share screenshots on the projects that we're currently working on If you go over to Patreon.com, you can support our podcast financially. And if you do so, you'll get access to Life Unchained, our on-the-pulse, unfiltered game dev gossip content that we make exclusively for our Patreon supporters. And as usual, you can keep in touch and follow our happenings on Facebook and Twitter. That's Game Dev Unchained, the podcast.